0: Forty-eight of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. The end. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going to get you prepped for Pro Tour Lord of the Rings in Barcelona next weekend. Wow. It is just round the corner. It certainly is. Or actually... I think that we might have turned the corner and now we're looking down the hallway that has it at the end we
1: are looking at the hallway where Barcelona it, it has an apartment yes it's, it's exactly a gra- it's a great
0: apartment because I think once you're in the week of it happening you have turned your corner you're in the hallway you're in the oh, okay hear me <laughs> out a week is a hallway. And a Sunday is a corner. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You're welcome for this. Barcelona has the penthouse. Interpretation. It truly does. I
1: mean, this is a great city. It is. Very excited to be there. Uh, We are hopping on a plane. um, Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow. Wow. Uh, you'll be
1: this time tomorrow you'll be
0: on plane I
1: will be on plane I will be preparing for plane yes my flight was unfortunately changed after <laughs> I booked it giving me an eight hour layover um, anyway I'm truly sorry uh, I'll find something to do in the airport I suppose that's what I always when I get to airports I'm like what are all these shops and stuff doing here who has time
0: for this well, now I understand it's those of us with an unfortunate flight change <laughs> also Maria I'm just saying you own a switch in tears of the kingdom that so is so true I know that that is how i have often yep. spent eight hours yes ab- oh
1: absolutely are you kidding me i mean and i haven't touched it for a few weeks because of the wedding and the honeymoon and everything so Gassed. i've got to get back into it i've yeah. got to start uh, mining my whatever the crystallized charges and all that uh, kind yeah. of stuff
0: you gotta start exploring the depths <laughs> the depths oh i love the depths. they're I really so love spooky the depths. though they're, they're quite spooky <laughs> i want to ride a skeleton horse <laughs> Uh, I have ridden a skeleton horse oh, in the depths. Great. It's great. Great. <laughs> a plus experience. Uh,
1: so we're going to talk to you about modern today because that is the format of the tournament, as well as Lord of the Rings draft, which we yeah. talked about on episode a, a few episodes ago. Um, <laughs> and it's like kind of jolting us back into like paper play in the biggest yes, way,
0: honestly. Because modern is a... Like, you can't play it on Arena. No. It don't exist there. It don't exist. It is just on Magic Online. Yeah, it is on Magic Online. But, you know, modern, one of the most beloved Magic formats. Truly. We can talk. We'll talk a little bit about the history of it. Great. And then we'll talk about, you know. Like what decks are people going to play? Yeah. What cards from Lord of the Rings might we see? Yeah, we've got a top six decks to look out for to help
1: you get ready for watching the tournament. Uh, If you're in the United States watching this tournament, it's going to be a bit of a lift for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As I think it starts at like 5 a.m. Eastern time or something like that.
0: But do you know what? If you're dedicated, you'll wake up. You'll
1: wake up. You'll wake up. And then there it'll be i mean that? no matter what when you wake up there, there will be. be so you can just join in the modern rounds or whatever yeah. on friday anyway we'll get we'll get to that uh once the show begins in earnest but before we do all of that we have to say thank you to anybody who became a new patron or increased yes. their pledge by
0: uh, since last episode thank you so much to andrew yay andrew you're you're not and you're first rule. you know what i'm saying <laughs> Great oh, one of my better. Thank great you. One. Definitely yes. solid, solid material right there. And thank you so much to Justin. Justin, this justin, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I'm really sorry that we could not, couldn't, get, couldn't get you to one that guy. Oh,
1: yes. Thank you so much. If you want an episode dedicated to you, head on over to patreon.com slash of Magic. Join for any dollar amount. Get access to our beautiful Discord server full yes. of the best people in magic. Such a good time. You can chat about the Pro Tour together there yeah. this weekend if you're seeing some sweet modern decks. Uh, it's also the Magic Con over in Barcelona. So if you happen to be there, you can chat there, do some schedule, some yeah. meetups
0: if you want to, to play some games, of commander, etc. Thank you so much to everyone who is a patron truly for helping us like helping us like crawl our way through these sweaty little months of summer <laughs> <laughs> through the hallway. That is exactly. summer <laughs> summer peak like life. Yeah. Um, slump work.
1: Absolutely. Like, work,
0: slump peak life.
1: You know what? You reminded me with this hallway metaphor. Sure. What? So in Minneapolis, we have some great art museums. Uh, one of them is okay. the Walker, yeah. uh, which is modern art. And um, when I was a young, young one, uh-huh. there was a great um, exhibit there that was there for many years, which was a hallway that someone had built of an apartment complex, and you could walk into this installation, and you could like listen at the doors, and it would be different things happening uh, behind the doors, and it smelled like an apartment. It wow. the floor like creaked like an apartment building. This is pretty great. I loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. It began my love of immersive installations very young. And man, I wish that it was still up there. Because it was really cool.
0: The piece that I remember from my first trip to The Walker was from a student exhibition. <laughs> it was, you know, like one of those um those like silver blankets that they wrap around marathoners yeah. at the end of the race. Yeah. It was one of those crumpled on the floor with a little robot under it that would move it uh, around. <laughs> I don't know. What was great, what it was great. about, man? I love modern art so much, it's real weird. Excellent. It was, I was just like, but you know what? Sure did stick with me. Absolutely, you're still thinking remember about that, that piece. Still oh, thinking about I, I, I will sometimes randomly think about that <laughs> piece of art. And I'm like, oh,
1: anyways, what's your favorite piece of modern art you've seen? Yeah, let us know, know. Uh, let us know with the hashtag Rocco's Modern Life.
0: <laughs> We're gonna go and see one of my favorite pieces of. Of art, which is the Sagrada Familia, Sagrada in Familia, a plus like, plus plus plus, the top piece of art in the world. In it's my opinion, incredible. Um, and that is that is very true. Like truly, I think that it is the most incredible human creation. If you're going
1: to Barcelona, you know you got to go to the Sagrada. Woof. That's just not. It's, it's really not a. It's not an option for no, you to not to go. You have to
0: go. <laughs> you need to go. But we're
1: so excited to be there, everybody. Um, If you see us, uh, say hi. We'd love to say hi to you. Um, We're working the pro tour, but we'd love to say hi. Um, I'm going to pack some stickers. So hopefully remember to have some on hand to Mm -hmm. hand out. Um, we also want to say thank you to Card Kingdom for being an awesome sponsor Yeah, and the best place to buy anything you need for your magical life.
0: If you see some of these modern decks and you're like, I want to build these to take to FNM. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Card Kingdom. Order those cards on there, man. Absolutely. Fastest shipping. You'll have them in your in your little thingies so fast. <laughs> you can also trade in some cards you don't want anymore and get yeah. a trade-in
1: bonus if nice. you want to save some money on building one of these modern decks over at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. You can pre-order the new Commander Masters decks come out on august 4th if you want some of that or if you just want to buy a box and draft with your friends you can certainly do that as well the set looks really sweet yeah i mean i've seen a lot of love for that slivers deck i mean it seems pretty cool it looks very very cool the deck list just came out anyway cardgame.com slash GLHF. they're great you're great why not make a great mate with them
0: (laughs) (laughs) your choice of phrasing not mine
1: it's time for the randomizer. All right. We head to hit the random card button, show each other some art, and try to guess what the card does from the art alone.
0: All right. Show it to me, Maria. <laughs> I what love this one. What is happening? I love this one so okay. much. There, w- we see, like, there's, like, some kind of big statue and, like, art in the background. And there's two goblins yeah i think so yeah um in the back left who are like gesturing at it but in the forefront is a little robot so cute who is pointing at the shoe of an art and being like oh my goodness (laughs) that's the best way that i have to describe what is going on this robot is charmed by this statue it really is and i can't like this is such like a it's like a marvin the martian robot yeah is what this looks like 1950s exactly like it's so it's so like past futurism. Can you which is can we great. talk about what these goblins are wearing? Uh they are wearing <laughs> long cloaks with like a glitter fringe. I'm gonna go with like it's a glitter bow, Robbie. <laughs> it it's glitter fringe. It's like glitter fringe. It's glitter fringe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Whatever's happening, these three are uh, yeah. having
1: a great day. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Like this just seems speak of this is this is a scene from the Walker yes, Art this museum. Is, <laughs> this is from- this is you and I looking at a, looking at a piece of art and the robot is cleaning it. Um, okay what is this card called what does it do wow <laughs> i'm gonna call this art this is gonna be um unique automaton oh that's cute unique automaton is the name of it um so this is an artifact I yeah assume? it's an artifact um it's going to just be two mana um it's a two mana O1. Ooh, okay um, disrespectful and you, <laughs> and you can tap it to untap another artifact very cute because it's tapping its
1: toe exactly. on the on the statue. Okay. The
0: name of this card is Toymaker. It costs oh. two
1: for an artifact creature spell shaper. Did oh. you know that was a
0: no creature
1: type? Uh one tap discard a card target non-creature artifact becomes an artifact creature with power and toughness equal each equal to its mana value until end of turn
0: oh my goodness okay do you know what this it's a two mana one one yeah so i was like dang you're, close you're very close and i nailed that it's tap ability does something to other artifacts yes you did because look he's tapping another artifact exactly. he's literally doing it in the art i feel like That's really very good, good about what i got That's here very close. Like, very close I feel pretty dang close on this legal
1: and legacy vintage commander and Oathbreaker from mercadian masks
0: oh. and it's on
1: the list by the yep. way i don't know if it's on the list currently but
0: it was well, at it one was point. At some point on the list you could Great. have opened it
1: in a set booster uh, all right are you I ready love this art okay yeah let's see it <laughs> i recognize this card <laughs> i do recognize this okay but what could, what is it i could never tell you in a million years there's a demon in the middle of this art <laughs> And it is mad. <laughs> uh mad. He's throwing up his arms and he's screaming in anger as I think uh, a workshop around him is destroyed. Or he's destroying it, probably. There's flames flying everywhere. There's beakers with goo uh, flying into the air. There's papers. It's a mess. This demon's making a mess. Yeah. This is a black card. Or a red card. Oh, God. <laughs> It could go either way, honestly. Uh, I'm going to call it a red card just because of how much fire there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Demonic um, Demonic Destruction is the name of the card. And it's a red spell, and it's four red red. And you destroy um, something. Something's getting destroyed here.
0: Destroy all artifacts. That's what's oh, happening. Oh, All right. It's um, it, is very a, niche. it is a red card. Okay. It's make mischief. Ah, uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, two and a red for a sorcery deals one damage to any target. Create a 1-1 one, one red devil creature token it has when this creature dies. It deals one damage to any target. Originally from Spooky Moon. Ah,
1: Spooky Moon. Yeah.
0: What I love about this, he's tiny. He had tiny devil yeah, because it's you funny see the very, beaker. very small. He's the same size as these beakers. <laughs>
1: That's just cute. You can't Isn't be cute? you can't be scared of a tiny devil.
0: Yeah, it's very cute. Only
1: a large one.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's a great card. Yeah, two fabulous arts with two tiny things um, making, <laughs> mischief, in making mischief in their own ways. Making
0: mischief in their own ways.
1: All right, everybody, it's time to get you ready for Pro Tour Lord of the Rings at MC Barcelona coming up this weekend. I hope you watch it all, everyone. It's on twitch.tv slash magic starting at Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, It's going to be, I want to say, hold on, I'm going to give you the exact time. I want to say it's five in the friggin' morning Eastern time. Um, Woof. So, you know, if you're insomniac, this is going to be great for you. Um, events. You know, if you're de- dealing with a weird jet lag. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to be dealing with a weird jet lag coming up pretty always. soon.
0: Good grief. You're Just di- always jet lagged right now.
1: Always jet lagged. Um, oh, gosh, why can't I find the thing that I'm looking for here? Oh Yeah, 5 a.m. Eastern time for, on Friday is when it's going to start. Uh, that's 2 a.m. Pacific, so it's even worse if you're... <laughs> Okay. In, on the Pacific time zone, so... Uh, okay, it's okay. fine. Get ready. We're going to start with Draft, uh, Lord of the Rings Draft. I'm excited to see how that goes. Uh, if you're up for it, come join us. I think it'll be a good time. Or watch the replay later yeah. in the day. Um, we talked about uh, Draft and which cards and archetypes are good a couple episodes ago, so you can go back and listen to that if you missed it. But uh, what we're going to focus on in this episode is Modern, because mm. honestly, it has been a hot minute since Modern has mattered.
0: It has been fun. Four years since the last modern pro tour. Oh my gosh. At the time it was the mythic championship, but yeah. you get
1: the Yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I yeah. mean, modern was the format of magic yes. that everybody loved. It was universally yeah. beloved even if we had a pro tour like Eldrazi Winter or something, where something just like took over. Yeah. Pe- it still then diminished the love of modern no, for people. people love
0: modern. Why do you think people love modern? I think because it's non-rotating. Yeah. Is a big part of it. Like it's just so fun you get to play with your beloved cards for forever. Yes. Um, and also it has always been a format where, and I feel like this is actually kind of true of Pioneer right now, is that like you can just become really good at your favorite deck yeah. and have a chance. Yes. Depending on like what the rest of the metagame is around you and what you play against. Modern has always been this place where it's like, hey, do you know what? If you really love elves. Elves might is going to top eight sometime. Yeah, as if you know the deck really well and you get the right matchups.
1: Absolutely, becoming a master of your deck really matters in modern. And yeah. like, there's a chance at any given time that your deck could be at the top of the pile. Exactly. I've got boggles built in modern, and I just keep it around because that the the tides come in and out for boggles exactly. <laughs> and sometimes it's great, and sometimes it has its moments. You just take, you just make little tiny tweaks to the deck to fit the meta game, and yeah. then you're good to go. And you've already got it in your collection. Yeah. So I'm so excited um, to see what people bring to this tournament because you can
0: truly play almost anything in modern. Every yeah. archetype exists speaking of so do you want to do a little history of the modern pro yes, tour let's do and we it can talk about some of the like bangers of the format that have existed and still some cases still exist bangers of the format okay yeah. let's so, go fall of 2011 was the first ever modern pro tour gosh that's so recent i know right and so it was like a format that people have been playing on magic online as a non-rotating format kind of like a pet format um and at the time the other like format besides standard was extended, which was also rotating, but just had like a bigger block of cards. Okay, sure. So this was the time they were like, do you know what? We're going to sanction modern and we're going to play it at the Pro Tour. It's the Pro Tour's like first non-rotating format. And the very first... Like deck that ever won was Splinter Twin. Oh wow! Which is yeah. like a like a staple of the modern format until eventually that card was banned. Splinter wow. Twin was banned. I mean, Splinter Twin was the deck of modern exactly.
1: And, and this, this shows like this why. from the beginning,
0: right? Yeah, there were also like Wild in the Coddle decks. There were some storm like Pyromancer's Ascension Storm decks in this top eight. Um, pretty dang cool. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. know won the first Pro Tour that was Modern. Neat. Yeah. Um, and so then like the next year in October of 2012 it's uh, Pro Tour returned to Ravnica.
1: And they went to Modern again already
0: the next year. Yes. Oh, people exactly. loved it. People loved it. Um, none other than Stan Sivka, who we wow. still see around sometimes um, One with a combo deck called eggs oh which is one of them again iconic Iconic. like exactly right people still talk about eggs because it was like it's a combo deck that is like incomprehensible
1: yeah it's one of those where you have a million tiny little thing they call it eggs because you crack like an artifact or whatever you
0: crack so many little artifacts that have you know small value that accumulates and it's just it takes right like your turns can take forever. When you win the game, the turn that you take lasts forever. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> yes. Um, he started out 13 0 and went 15 1 in the Swiss. Gross. And then won the <laughs> tournament. Yeah, right. Uh, this was also the you first. You can't do that anymore because you just stopped playing at yes, some point. But exactly. back then, you had to keep playing. You had to keep playing. Um, Li Shi Tian, who has three Modern Pro Tour top eights, got his first one with Scape Shift. Ooh, Scape like Another staple shift. Yes, of the format. You've then, been a Scape Shift player. Yeah, I love it. And then this is the, 2012 is the first time that we see Jund oh. really being like, Jund is like, th- was for a long time, the mid-range deck of Modern. Jund was born. Exactly, right? You just have like all of your like little dumb value cards. You have your little dumb Reed Duke cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing your value good cards deck. Yeah. Um next up is like a year and a half later it's uh spring of 2014 and it's uh pro tour born of the gods in valencia. Mm. So recently like just before this they had banned deathrite shaman which was a staple of that jund deck.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: then this is when they had also unbanned wild nakatle. Okay. So zoo was the most played deck at this tournament. Zoo is like a little like aggro deck. Right, exactly. Right? It's like kind wild of like Nakoddle. burn but yeah. with more creatures. Yes. Big fan um splinter twin though takes the thing down like there's three copies of it in the <sighs> top eight cow. right so this is like during the peak of splinter Twin, yeah. i would say um lee shi chan was in the top eight again the summer of splinter twin <laughs> exactly you know
1: like uh you know i'm saying summer like uh, over many years it was yeah. in its summer years
0: <laughs> um but jessica i control one a guy named sean mclaren from sean canada McLaren from canada yeah. yes absolutely one with control. Okay, great. Um, so a year later is when they banned Birthing Pod. Now this is when my memories start to kick in. Yes, exactly. So Birthing Pod, I remember distinctly from the first modern GP that I ever oh, went to. Oh, I was Someone there like did their thing and they were like, oh, you know what happens now? Like they had um, the Flicker Angel and like Kiki Jiki and they were like oh, so you know what happens? And I was like, Like, no, buddy, this is the first (laughs) time I'm, I'm new here. Can (laughs) you believe (laughs) the first GP we ever played in was modern? (laughs) No.
1: Like right into the deep end of the pool.
0: No. It was just like, I was like, nope, I don't. And so he's like, okay, I make a million of like restoration angels and I kill you. you." And I was like, you're dead. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Because they had gone and gotten these combo pieces with birthing pod. Uh, And so like, it's kind of weird to me that right. Birthing pod wasn't, A big player in like the top eights of all of those modern PTs, but it had been it was like a staple of modern GPs, right? To the point where it's just so much of the metagame they cut it. Yeah. Um. So, but this one once again, like Splinter Twin is here. It (laughs) it wins. (laughs) It wins again. Exactly. Holy cow! Three Pro Tour wins for Splinter Twin. I know. Um. Abzan replaces Jund as like the mid range deck for this kind of like period of time. Siege Rhino in it. I just want to. I just want to ask this question. I don't. Well, I don't think we need to talk about it. Like we don't need to look into that. Um, this is the first time, also, that Amulet Bloom, Oof. which was like yeah. a a rager of a combo deck for a while there, uh, Justin Cohen. Uh, puts like Amulet Bloom on the map by coming yes, in second. Second with it. Yeah. Wow. Amulet Bloom, a
1: deck that you could um, know somebody was playing if they were sitting at their table doing nothing for approximately eight minutes. Exactly. <laughs> because they're thinking about their turf. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, the next up is February 2016. This is when they've banned Summer Bloom and Splinter Twin. Okay. So both of those are like, get Bye. out. Like, it's get, finally get the end of Splinter Twin's reign. Both combo decks. Yeah. Uh, Pro Tour Oath of the Gatewatch, which is, of course, the beginning of Eldrazi, Eldrazi Winter. <laughs> so this is a time, right? You had like all of these l- new little Eldrazies from the battle-, battle for Zendikar block. Love the little Eldrazies, Exactly. But there's like some cards like Eye of Eugene, Eye of Ugin, and Eldrazi Temple that mean that those God. decks are literally just absolutely completely and totally busted do you remember i have ugin
1: or or eldrazi temple everybody there was so okay eldrazi temple i'm gonna read for you in case you don't know you can tap to add one or you can tap to add two to cast an eldrazi spell like
0: it's just so stupid why do you and i have i have ugin is a legendary land that does not tap for any mana but it says colorless Eldrazi spells you cast cost two less to cast, gross. and there so were gross. some Eldrazi's in there. Like there were Eldrazi's <laughs> that just cost two colorless, so you like you put this land down, and you just are like, here's you all, just put Eldrazi. All these dum dums. <laughs> who who thought these lands would be okay? Absolutely. So anyway. like, le- legitimately, you're you can cast eight mana worth of spells on turn two. <laughs> If you have enough like zero okay right just absolutely not should have seen it coming Um so there's six Eldrazi decks yeah. in the top 8 of this Wow Um it's like there's blue red uh later on blue white with Eldrazi displacer was kind of like the yeah. deck of choice yeah. but here it was mostly blue red and colorless And so eventually obviously they like literally two months after this PT they ban Ialukan Bye bye um, and those Eldrazi decks mostly disappear after that because that was like a big, you know, a big they part of it. They needed it. Yeah. Um, two years later, it's PT Rivals of Ixalan. That's in Bilbao. Um, this is the one where like in the kind of time between, there were all those Death Shadows decks. Yes, Death Shadows was this is huge. the one where you would like, basically you would just like play a fetch land and then like also shock, get a shock land and shock yourself and then like get taxi and probe and like deal damage to yourself so that you could play all these death shadows and they would be enormous and they only cost one.
1: Yeah. I feel like that was like the stop hitting yourself deck. Like you got your life told low, low, low,
0: low. And then your death shadow was was enormous. An enormous Mm -hmm. creature. Yeah. Um, But between, like, before this PT, they had banned Gitaxium Probe, which really hit, like, Infect decks also, and then yeah. those Death Shadows decks to some extent. This is also, Ixalan was where we got Kite Kitesail Freebooter, which is a human notably, an unclaimed territory, which like really helps the mana of humans' decks. So this was kind of like the tournament where humans started to be a big thing in sure, modern. Sure, sure. Which we think of humans these days as having kind of, it's, it is one of the decks of modern now. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. It's like one of the things that you can choose to be your niche deck. But this was really when that actually became a thing. The free booter kicked it in the yes, boot. Yes, into the free booter booted it, it into booted existence. It. Um, but, like, thanks to the play between, like, humans taking down, like, big mana decks like Tron, but then there's a bunch of control decks that take down the humans' decks. So this is the tournament where Luis Salvato God wins with dang Lantern it. Control. I'll never forget it. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you could. Lantern Control is, like, an artifact control deck that just never lets you have fun again. You look like your opponent and you both play with the top card of your library revealed thanks to lantern of insight. And like you have all these other cards that you can tap to make them mill. So you make sure that they never draw a fun card again. (laughs) That's literally (laughs) like all that happens with lantern control is that like you have a couple of rats and like removal spells and stuff, but really what you're looking for is to have enough ways to like mill them a couple cards at a time that you can make sure that they just never draw anything interesting or impactful ever again.
1: I've got to say, Lantern is... I think one of the most hateful decks that ever existed in it's the like, v- format of modern.
0: I really enjoyed playing it but it was heinous. It was it
1: was all hate all the time. I mean like there's other decks which of course boggles could never win a game against, right? And I don't hate those decks as much as I hate lantern control. <laughs> and also the games go extremely long with lantern control. Generally your opponent concedes due to the fact that they are just out of the world yes, to live.
0: Exactly. They they don't they're not feeling it. Um, so before we talk about another PT, we have to talk about something that didn't ever happen at a Pro Tour because it happened right in the gap between two modern Pro Tours, oh. which is right after Pro Tour Rivals of Ixalan is when Matt Nass oh, yeah. goes <laughs> on his like absolute Rampage. tear <laughs> of, of like magic modern Grand Prix. Yes, he uh, he like finishes third at, F- at GP Phoenix in March of 2018. Then he won back to back modern GPs. It was unreal. Literally one back-to-back GPs. And then in January 2019, he made the top eight of yet another one. So in less than a year's time, he wins two modern GPs and top eights two other ones with the Clark Clan Ironworks combo.
1: I cast some of these GPs and I know you were at some of them and like seeing it happen was just unbelievable. His mastery of this deck, which is not easy to play, no, um, but is highly incomprehensible to a lot of people (laughs) was just truly a thing to witness.
0: Um, So like... (laughs) It got banned. Matt Nass, single-handedly responsible for the banning of a card. Yep. I mean, <laughs> that, that's got to be a point of
1: pride for you. If you are so. single-handedly responsible for the banning of a single card in Magic, you got to feel pretty yeah. proud.
0: You know, I just, I do, I will say, I do think it's a bummer for him that it happened right between Before the two Modern Pro yeah. like, He should have lost at like, least uh, one of exactly. those, just like
1: to try and keep it so he could play it in the Played PT. Play the
0: PT, um, so in February there's a uh, Mythic Championship two in London. Uh, this is when they have the new Mulligan rule, oh, that's which right. was for a while we just now know it as the Mulligan rule of Magic, but yeah. for a while we called it the London, London mulligan, mulligan, yeah, which is the one that we currently have. You take your you you know if you take a Mulligan you still draw that many cards and then put cards on the on the bottom of your deck, yeah. Um, that was yeah, brand new at the time. I remember time, which when is wild. when it
1: happened people were very worried that it would make modern too powerful. For example, yeah. decks like Tron that are looking for exactly. specific pieces. People were like, I don't know, I think this gives Tron a huge edge and a lot of people brought Tron to that tournament specifically to exploit the new yeah. London mulligan, but Turned and it was
0: fine. it was good for Tron. Like we see two copies of Tron in this top eight, but this is the one that uh, Eli Love Eli Loveman wins with, with five humans. color humans. Yes. So this is like again we saw that little rise of humans. Yeah, <laughs> and, and now and here we are. Here we are. Um, and then twenty like just a couple of months later. Uh, Mythic Championship Four is in Barcelona. <gasps> wow! I know we're going back
1: to Barcelona.
0: Exactly. This is when my, the first Modern Horizons. Yep. Um, hit and we had Hogak, Arisen, Necropolis. Oh my God, Hogak Pro Tour Hogak. Yep. Mythic Championship Hogak, but it like so. It's so warped to the format that Hogak decks didn't do well because everyone at this tournament main decked graveyard hate. (laughs) That's right. Like Hogak (laughs) would have been dominant because Hogak was literally Uh, the best deck, except that it underperformed because everyone put graveyard cards into their main deck. Beautiful. Like it completely, like it absolutely twisted modern. Um, this is the one that Tron finally won. One. This was the one that Torolf won. Oh, that's right, Torolf's yeah. Um There's three copies of Tron in the top eight. This is also when we had Renan six from Modern Horizons, which kind of helped Jun get that leg up again on yeah. Abzan as kind of the mid range deck. Um, so yeah, that was, and that was the last one. That was the last
1: one. So now yeah. we're going back to Barcelona for the first modern PT mm-hmm.
0: since what is this?
1: 2019?
0: Yeah. And wow. we have, obviously we're going to talk in a little bit about lo- the Lord of the Rings cards, Yeah, but when I was talking to people, you can read a little bit more about all the yes. pro tours I just talked about in an article that I have over on magic.gg that's out already. Um, and I talked to a couple of players also, and they were all universally like the most impactful thing that has happened since then is Modern Horizons 2. Okay, which came out since 2019 and we haven't had a pro tour and they're like, it's just like Modern Horizons 2 did what they want Modern Horizons sets to do, which is like
1: absolutely
0: like, yeah, like make a lot of different modern decks viable. Sure. So that's going to be also like we're going to see some stuff that we've never had a chance to see at the pro tour, which is just so cool. That's very
1: exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah we haven't like we said it's been a long time the pandemic shut down a lot of modern mm-hmm. because it's a paper only for the most part format so I'm really happy that we're back playing in paper playing this beloved format yeah. in Barcelona and it's been since 2019 what are we gonna see who knows well we're gonna, well, make, we're some gonna predictions. make some predictions exactly. <laughs> who knows
0: well the answer is we don't know but we're gonna you know we're gonna try to know we're gonna take a chance we're gonna tell you Alright, so before we talk about these decks, let's talk about the two cards, really, I think, that have been called out from Lord of the Rings as being potentially impactful or very impactful in the modern metagame.
1: Yeah. So one of those that is hot in the deck lists of many of the pros, uh, very likely this coming weekend, is the One Ring. None other than the One Ring. Four mana for a legendary artifact, indestructible, which, you know, we can get on about uh, that flavorfully another time. (laughs) When the One Ring enters a battlefield, if you cast it, you gain protection from everything until your next turn. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life for each bird encounter on the One Ring. Tap, put a bird encounter on it then draw a card for each burden corner on the one, right?
0: Yeah, um, LSU is one of the people I talked to for my article, and he was like, I'm really looking forward to drawing like tapping this and drawing like five cards. Yeah, so
1: I mean, it's just the is just people want to play this because it goes in any deck and draws
0: you cards. I mean, it draws you <laughs> cards, it draws you cards. Um, it does have right, like. Four mana is a lot, but it does have a very powerful effect. Yes. When it enters the battlefield, which is, like, you gain protection from everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Until your next turn. That's a good point. Everything. Everything. So that's, like, especially potent against, you know, we've talked about some combo decks in Modern. Like, if you play this and it was your opponent's, like, chance, like, they were setting up, maybe they're in scapeshift and they're like, all right, this is the turn that I scapeshift. Not anymore. Not anymore. You
1: don't. You sure can't. This would be the ultimate power move if somebody had the one of one ring and they played it in their mind. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody bought it for the Pro Tour this weekend. Oh, man. Huge Uh flex. Okay, so the One yep. Ring, we can expect to see a lot of the One Ring, and there's another very powerful card from Lord of the Rings that a lot of players are pretty excited about. Uh, what's what's that, Megan? Orcish Bowmasters. What? This is just some
0: random common. <laughs> no, this is a rare. Oh, okay, it's a rare. It's quite All right, good. Good. Um, it's one in a black for a one one. Flash when it enters the battlefield and whenever an opponent draws a card, except the first card the first one they draw in each of their draw steps, Orcish Bowmasters deals one damage to any target, then amass orcs one.
1: I love it. These cards are at opposing ends of the hallway yes. staring
0: at each other. Exactly. The one ring is like draw cards and Orkish Bowmasters and like, is, mm, is like I will want, punish you, do you for want it. To though? Yes. <laughs> so do you think Orcish Bowmasters exists in the meta because of the one ring? I I think that, I mean, generally modern is a format where you're drawing more cards. Yeah, that's very true. There's a lot of powerful and good (laughs) ways to draw extra cards in modern. And Orcish Bowmasters is just there to be like, you can do that powerful thing and I am here to slap you on the wrist every time you do it. I
1: think that's great. It's like, yeah. Pay for it. Exactly. You must. You must pay. You must pay. All right. So let's talk about uh, the top six decks we expect to see uh, in the format this weekend. The first one has been doing very, very well recently. It called Rakdos Scam. Yeah. Although I can't believe they'll allow us to call it that at the PT. So they pre- <laughs> might call it like Midrange or Rakdos, Rakdos yeah, I think Evoke. Yeah.
0: Ma- Rakdos Evoke. Evoke. Um, so it uses, we were talking a little bit about some of the Modern Horizons 2 cards. Yes. That have entered the format. Uh, Since the last time that we saw this and like these elementals in here, um, specifically grief Grief. and fury are like the two big ones, right? And really all, all of them are quite good, but these two in this Rakdos deck.
1: Yeah, so this deck plays a lot of good Rakdos cards that you would expect in a modern deck. Stuff like Fatal Push, Mm -hmm. stuff like Thought Seize, a card like Terminate, a Blood Moon gets to be in this deck, Uh, Ragavan, Nimble Pilferer is in this deck. These Mm -hmm. are just great uh, Rakdos cards, but it also has the ability to do something uh, very, very dumb, which it can, (laughs) on turn one, you can play a Grief, which let me read you this card. Uh, It's two black, black, Menace, uh, but it has an Evoke cost, okay? So it's a 3-2. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand. You choose an online card from it. That player discards that card with the evoke cost. Just allows you to exile a black card from your hand. Jeez. Okay? So you can already do that. All right? And then you have are playing Undying Malice in this deck too, which... Little card flying under the radar here. Single black mana for an instant until end of turn. Target creature gains. When this creature dies, return it to the battlefield. Tapped under its owner's control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. So you grief them. You take their card. You play Undying Malice to make sure it doesn't die. And you have a 4-3 with Menace on turn one of the game.
0: Wow. Does that sound good? And you've, like, what? And you've gotten to look at their hand twice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've Yeah, two cards. Excuse me. So, <laughs> Absolutely. You know what that reminds me of?
1: Hollow, Hollow One. Yeah. Which was a a big deck in modern for a while. That's
0: right. It was. Um, It was at the same time. It kind of got hit at the same time as Hogak did by when everyone was hating on your graveyard. Graveyard (laughs) hate. Um, Yeah. And then Fury is another one of these evoke. Elementals. So yes. there's like a full cycle in Modern Horizons, one of each color. Fury is a 3-3 for 3-red-red with double strike, but of course it has the evoke cost of exile a red card from your hand. When it enters the battlefield, it deals four damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Right? like, <laughs> And of course is Rakdos deck playing four copies I mean, of Orcish Bowmasters. Like, Yeah, seriously. Like if you want to... If you, if you want to, you can't. <laughs> if you want to, you can't. That's I really think that you're correct. That is the best way to say that. This deck
1: seems sweet, and it is no surprise why it is doing so well in Modern uh, yeah. over the past couple of weeks.
0: Just rude. Just you a know? rude dude deck. Just quite rude. Do you rude. think I need
1: mana? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is Rakdos Evoke. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a deck that's been around in modern, kicking around
0: for a yeah. very long time, Living End. A classic. Classic. Um, this is one of the ones, like, again, you could just get really good at Living End. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then come and play this, and maybe it'll be good. Living end is a deck where um, it doesn't take a lot of skill
1: to master, but it's it's straightforward, is what I'm trying to say for the most part. It's a combo deck, and when you play it correctly, um, you just kill your opponent, and like there's
0: usually nothing they can do. <laughs> yeah. So um, this deck has the card Living End. This is one of the from a cycle of cards that only have a suspend cost. You yeah. cannot cast them from your hand. Suspend three for two black black. Each player removes all creature cards in his or her graveyard from the game, then sacrifices all creatures he or she controls, then puts into play all creatures they removed uh, this way. So basically it says everything that's on the battlefield is going to die and everything that was in your graveyard come back, come back. And what you're doing is putting a lot of things into your graveyard.
1: Yeah, you're just, you're going graveyard nuts. Yes. Putting a lot
0: of stuff in there. You have so, and you're like, how? The answer is cycling, cycling. cards. You have architects of will. You have curator. Like, you have all of these cards. You're just cycling
1: to draw yep. and putting these big creatures into your graveyard that have that cycling cost.
0: You have some of those sacrif- those evoke elementals. Um, You have the blue one, which is subtlety. No. Oh, uh, yeah. which is a three three flash flying a new edition yep yeah. uh um, when it enters the battlefield choose up to one target creature spell or planeswalker spell its owner puts it on the top or bottom of their library. Oh nice.
1: Yeah. Nice way to protect what's going on here with your combo. You also play force of negation in this deck to Mm -hmm. make sure that you can get your combo off because once you've loaded up your graveyard with a bunch of stuff then you can play a cascade card and you the only thing you can hit is living end which means you don't have to evoke it or excuse me suspend it. It just immediately comes into play.
0: Exactly. Um, And the way that you're able to make sure that it's the the only thing that you can cast is uh, your your cascade cards are three mana and all of your cycling cards are above that. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. So it's, the only thing you can hit is Living End.
0: Yeah. You know what?
1: Boom it's done. It's pretty sick. <laughs> I've been killed by Living End in Modern more times than I care to admit because Boggles has absolutely zero oh, game yeah, against it. Nothing, nothing you can do. What do you do? think the win ra- rate is for Boggles versus Living End? I'm going to go like 1%. 1%. I mean, why? It's, I mean, it's like 70-30. <laughs> that's i feel that's, that's pretty feels brutal. generous <laughs> yeah well but yeah so there's it's there's decks that just can't compete against they can't yeah. hang with living in so uh we'll see how it does in this pro tour uh in the metagame right now well established yeah uh next up we have four or five color omnath dealer's choice <laughs> how many colors do you want to play with omnath locus of creation uh yeah. so omnath um Big bad elemental costs mm-hmm. red, green, white, blue for a 4-4. Four, four. When it enters the battlefield, you get to draw a card, so... Um, get pinged by those Bowmasters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So it's got a landfall trigger. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you gain four life. If this is the first time this ability has resolved this turn. If it's the second time, you get to add red, green, white, blue mana. And if it's the third time, Omnath deals four damage to uh, each opponent and each planeswalker you don't control.
0: Just, you know, pretty powerful. And it's a
1: 4-4 in and of itself. So like, Omnath is just a huge, huge value engine and you're playing a lot of ways to make your landfall triggers happen
0: yeah um this also this deck now can have Elish norn mother of machines yes. which double like doubles <laughs> your triggered abilities of permanence so you can get two like you gain like oh ew right like gross <laughs> Um, this has yet another one of the evoke elementals that we were talking about. This time the, the white, white one, one, Solitude, with lifelink when it ETBs, exile up to one other target creature. That creature's controller gains life equal to its power. Wow. So you can exile a white card from your hand for this and then exile something that they control. Great. For For the cost, for no mana. This
1: deck has been helped out with its multicolors uh, through the new card from Lord of the Rings, Delighted Halfling. Oh,
0: that's right. This is another card that people are like, yeah, this is quite good. It also has a, in addition to tapping for a mana of any color for legendary spells, it makes them uncounterable. So it has a Cavern of Souls effect. Yeah, that seems great uh, for this deck.
1: Um, and it allows you to play cards that uh, care about how many um, colors of mana you can have. Like domain, so for example, Leyline Binding is a fabulous mm-hmm. removal spell that this really deck can nice. play no problem. Uh, it's also running the One Ring.
0: Yeah, this is the place where we get to see it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, uh, really cool stuff from this Omnath deck. Just really powerful, um, and uh, basically, you get to play everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but what about some another classic? Yeah. You know, let's get back to the... Let's play the You know what? Mono
1: Green Tron. Mono Green Tron is next on our list.
0: Do you know what? This got the companion Gigantha. Hey, why not? Why not? You know? You're allowed to. Yeah. (laughs) You can run Gigantha, so you should run Gigantha. Yeah. You know... It's Tron. You're just putting together your Tron lands and then and you cast big, big things. Worm coil engines and Carns, exactly. and Ulamogs, the Ceaseless Hungers. Now you also, you, if you want, you can play Cityscape
1: Leveler. Oh, that's another big, just quite great, nice. great hit for this Mono Green Tron exactly. deck. Exactly. Um, you know, I, there's people out there who hate on Tron. I've never been a Tron hater. I think it's a good, honest exactly. deck. Exactly. It doesn't feel cheaty to me. If- a good honest deck.
0: A good honest deck. I do think it is a good honest deck. I agree. It's doing well, it's doing it. one thing. Yeah, it's true. It's doing one thing. And do you know what? Like it has a weakness. Yep. Which is that sometimes it die before doing that one thing. Yeah, exactly. Like straightforward thing it's doing, straightforward weakness. Yep. Two thumbs up.
1: Tron. There you go. I think it's. It's the for me. It's the deck of modern. Um, it's just it just uh, epitomizes the format for me. Uh, so Tron is one we expect to come in numbers this weekend. Uh, this other one is a bit of a newcomer to the format. Uh, all things considered, since twenty nineteen, is it yeah. Merktide, which um, is because Merktide Regent. We didn't have this yes. card before. Yes.
0: Uh, oh, I. Love me a delve card, man. I mean it
1: has delve on it, Megan.
0: I... <laughs> a busted a busted mechanic if ever there was one. Here it is again. Um five blue blue for a 3-3 three, three flying dragon. When it enters the battle, or it enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it for each instant and sorcery card exiled with it. Okay. And whenever an instant or sorcery card leaves your graveyard, put a plus one plus one counter on Tide Regent. That's gonna be Great. a large lad. So you just like what? Ideally, I'm exiling five yeah. Yeah. <laughs> instant and sorceries. That's a that's a plan. M- making myself an 8-8 eight, eight flyer. This card seems for two mana.
1: Great. Um yeah and it's just inside a very nice controlling uh, blue red shell oh, playing great. a ton of really really cheap instant sorceries on holy heat spell yeah. pierce, lightning bolt consider etc expressive iteration oh, of course counter Gotta have that spell in there.
0: counter spell any place where i can play a good honest counter spell is I where mean, i want to be i just feel like this would be the deck you would play yeah it seems I think very so. cool it seems pretty sick. So we're
1: expecting to see a lot of Murktide Regent. And the final one on our list, we've got one bonus, which is, is it creativity? Because Indomitable Creativity has put up numbers in non-modern
0: yeah. uh, tournaments. So why not in a modern
1: tournament where it has access to even more powerful spells?
0: Exactly. Um, I'm excited to see, like, does this deck have what it takes to be a combo deck in modern? Yeah. Which is a high bar. Uh, it is. Like we've talked about. Splinter Twin being Some of the most <laughs> infamous combos <laughs> in magic. <laughs> like our modern have been yep, modern companies. That's combos, very true. clan ironworks, our right?
1: clan ironworks, out there getting the job done. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a very, this is a fun deck. It's very versatile. Um, It can kill people out of nowhere with Indomitable mm-hmm. Creativity being a,
0: essentially a one card combo. Exactly. So with this, you're looking to make some little treasures or some little dwarves with a bunch of different, with Dwarven Mind, uh, with Fable of the Mirror Breaker, with some stuff like that. You just that. need a little token. Exactly. You just need a, a token of some kind because Indomitable Creativity says X, red, 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 sorcery. Destroy X target artifacts or cre- and or creatures. For each permanent destroyed this way, its controller reveals cards from the top of their library until an artifact or creature card is revealed and exiles that card. Those players put the exiled cards off mm-hmm. the battlefield and shuffle their libraries. So you're going for putting an Archon of Cruelty. Because that's your only hit. Exactly. So you know, that you know what you're going to get. It's your only creature. It's a 6-6 six, six flying when it ETBs or attacks. Target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker, discards a card, and loses loses three life you draw a card and gain three life <laughs> no big deal
1: you know what i gotta pretty say, chill that sounds pretty good
0: that it, does sound pretty good i mean
1: especially if people are playing these bow masters against you you're gonna yeah. that, that life gain's not gonna be nothing no it's honestly. Gonna be pretty nice. and this six six is gonna be kind of hard to kill yeah it's a it's a big boy that is a large large archon <laughs> a large lad a large lad um these decks make me very optimistic about the tournament yeah, that we're going to see I'm so excited they seem pretty cool honestly they and they also cool. seem universally extremely powerful yeah um that's modern baby and of course there's always a chance that somebody's going to bring something that is totally weird and new that we haven't thought of yes it's been since 2019
0: there's could be stuff out there there's been a lot of sets released yeah since then there's also always like we didn't even talk about some of the like past standbys that are still out there humans humans one that absolutely. comes to mind for sure you could be you know the wild card and run merfolk. Exactly. <laughs> you could do it. Do you know what? There will be people because that's their jam. That's what they do. They're like, do you know what? In modern, I'm a Merfolk player. I'm an Elves player. I don't care if it's not the best deck right now. It's my deck. Absolutely. And every Pro Tour that's modern, I always go and find the Boggles
1: players and say hi to them. And there's always at least like two. <laughs>
0: and you know what? So you can find Maria. If you're playing Boggles at this I'll Pro find Tour, you. Maria will find you. <laughs>
1: I that's gotta say hi. A threat. I gotta say hi to my Boggles fam, you know? Um, it's a people somebody always brings it. So <laughs> thank you for standing in solidarity with me, Boggles. <laughs> (laughs) players um it (laughs) it it just feels like it's going to be a really exciting new format and even if one deck comes out on top is kind of dominant i think we're going to be so happy because we're returning to modern for the first time in so many years it's going to be great and we've had so many sets with which to build so i'm really looking forward to it everybody and i hope you are too yeah wow
0: all right That's it. That's
1: our show. That's our show. Everyone, uh, super pumped for MC Barcelona and the Pro Tour coming up this weekend. Tune in on Twitch very early in the morning or catch the rerun. And if you're in Barcelona, be sure to wave. And if we're free, we'll give you a high five and a sticker. Um, And enjoy your time there. It's one of the best cities in the world, honestly. And very excited and privileged that we get to go there and hang out in Barcelona. Uh, Because this is a great time. Just a great time. Such a good time. Hey, if you want to support this show, you can by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Uh, Thank you again to Justin and Andrew. Justin and Andrew. Thank you. You are keeping this show coming out of your cat's mouth yes. every single keeping week. Keeping it alive. Um, thank you to Card Kingdom for also keeping it alive. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF is the place to go to. And if this whole show you've been watching on YouTube and you're like, wait, Maria has a highball. I thought you said last episode that, you know, you're so mad you can't get them anymore. It's only because I have a back stock and I'm wow. treating them like
0: the precious gold that they are. <laughs> if you happen to know a, a warehouse owner fill buy a warehouse filled with i'll buy the warehouse out pieball
1: let us know I bought a hundred dollars of it um and I'm like should I buy more hundreds of dollars of it you know yeah. but then I'm like but aren't i just delaying the
0: inevitable i considered <laughs> i considered returning your wedding gift and replacing it with eyeball. <laughs> Well, now I need to know what the gift is. I'm not going to tell you until I decide which one I'm getting you. That's so good. I mean, it's a risk. I legit, like I've legitimately been thinking about it. I'm like, should I just see how much highball I can Very purchase funny. for the same amount of money This instead? will all say to you, this will
1: say, it is a little bit risky because you might order it and then they might be like, we don't have, we it, don't any. have it
0: anymore. Uh-oh.
1: But. I did get it, my last hundred dollars worth of it, so I do yeah.
0: have at least a, that. Well, if you're in the Discord and you know where to get it, <laughs> drop a link. If you have a, if you have like a wink-wing nudge nudge supplier, this is like the sponge episode of Seinfeld. Is <laughs> this day <laughs> highball worthy? <laughs>